Blog Talk Radio. Time with Pastor Steph. Find out 
if all of this whirlwind and things like that is too good to be true, because as they say, most times if it is, something wrong with it, all right? Not only that, you know, don't rely on your own strength when you really need to be relying on the Lord. Yes. You know, sometimes you get worn out of some things and sometimes you just can't figure some stuff out. Sometimes things don't look the way you want them to look or you're just kind of questioning some things and, hey, it is what it is. And you can't really rely on your assessment, you know, so don't rely on your own strength. Go before the Lord and see, you know, what the Lord says, okay? All righty. Well, let's talk about it Tuesday. Church Folk Day rolled around. And we talked about Disney's mm, Pauline. And it's about a German uh, young lady who's about 18 years old. And she accidentally becomes pregnant. From a one-night stand with the devil. Now, you know, what else y'all going to come up with? I mean, the originality is, is, is just a bit extreme. Now, we, you know, we want you to be original, but come on. Are we really saying that even when you acknowledge that you're dealing with the devil, that it's okay. I mean, even the world should know that messing with the devil ain't the way to go. So she accidentally, you know, it's not intentional. She accidentally gets pregnant with the devil. You know, well, I hope that... You know, we're not going to allow our children to look at this particular movie. And like I said, you know, whether you're a Christian person or not, there's just certain things I'm not going to deal with. And you know what? When you're in this world and of this world at the same time, you know, things like that may not seem weird. But, yeah, it's kind of out there. It's kind of out there. Well, wow, Wednesday rolled around, and we talked about the high schoolers who are abusing fentanyl, and there's an overdose problem. Yes, there's been seven incidences within two-week span of time, and Again, you think that with all of the conversation and news stories that, you know, children, nobody would be dealing with fentanyl. Why do we have to be forced to be a believer? I don't understand that. It makes no sense to me. You would think that with all of the news, people would feel warned against these things and they would not tamper with this drug, you know, and, and thus, you know, the other story that Vivian brought where the Department of Health is giving out free Narcan and free training as to how to use the Narcan so you can be ready when someone overdoses in front of you. Now, this is the other thing that, you know, is just tripping me out because I'm like, we got to be prepared for this stuff because they say this overdose happens every three hours. Man, how many overdoses happen every three hours? That's the question of the day. Mm-mm. Well, Therapeutic Thursday rolled around, and we did the Dear Abby thing. Yeah, you know, we, we took some real-life dilemmas, and we allow God's people to advise, you know, as though 
you know, the the right the the writers were asking them. And I got to tell you, some good stuff came out yesterday. You've got the story of <laughs> the um the person who wrote in and said that, you know, their roach infested relative comes by and they don't know what to do. You know, they you can't go over to their house and what do you do when they're headed over to your house? You know, do you tell them how do you tell them that this is, you know, a no go? Yeah, they the the do Tom Crew came up with some real sensitive, you know, concerns and the way you tell someone that, you know what, this this just can't go on and we're sorry. But it was really nice, really nice, really nice, gentle way. That's the way the uh the writer wanted to ask in a you know, she was asking or he was asking, how do you say it in a gentle way and they came across pretty gentle they also gave advice to the individual who said i'm 40 years old and still don't know what i want to be when i grow up well they were real gentle with that one so you know if you want to know some of the other stuff that they weighed in on you know, go back and listen. As a matter of fact, go back and listen to the entire week. Okay? It's been a nice week over here on this due time. We've had some real interesting conversations this weekend. Some real interesting scenarios. Real interesting scenarios. And, you know, throughout the whole week, the theme of stop trying to rely on your own strength really, really spoke volumes. You know, if you even talk about yesterday, you know, and the Dear Abby stuff, you know, and the 40-year-old who doesn't know what they want to be when they grow up, goodness gracious, you know, stop relying on your own strength. Stop, if you haven't figured this out, by 40 years old, and you still have not considered God, man, you cannot rely on your own strength as of that point. Because that's exactly what you've been relying on. So, you know, you don't think about the fact that you're kind of leaning on your own, leaning on you. And a lot of times we're leaning on us when we don't even realize it. You know, we we tell people we think we're leaning on the Lord, but we're really not. You're really not. And when someone's telling you you're not leaning on the Lord, you ain't trying to hear it. But hopefully with prayer, you know, you'll, hopefully with prayer you'll get this together and uh, make this happen. And this will not go on any longer where you're leaning on your own strength. Okay? All righty. Well, today is Freestyle Friday. And we get to do whatever we want to do. Well, talk to the men is generally what we do. And, uh... Hmm. They'll be on in due time, okay? So in the meantime, we're going to get this party started. And I'm going to give you an opportunity to go get that healthy breakfast. Go tell somebody that it's due time with Pastor Steph is on. And whatever you do, do not go anywhere because we will be right back. Mental health and learning disorders don't discriminate. 17 million children and adolescents in the United States 
live with disorders like anxiety, depression, ADHD, and dyslexia. Less than half get the help they need to thrive. Help the Child Mind Institute change these children's lives. Visit childmind.org. Good morning, good morning, and good morning again. Welcome back to his due time with Pastor Steph. And it is Freestyle Friday, y'all. Yes, we made it by the grace of God. Because mm. we didn't rely on our own strength. Because I'm going to tell you, if I was relying on my own strength, <laughs> I wouldn't be on this broadcast right now, but all jokes aside, you know, giving God thanks for him just pulling us through the week, you know, no matter what we did, no matter how the schedule is going on, no matter what we've experienced, thanks be to God, we're here, all right, so... Let's get to talking. All righty. All righty. Hmm. Where am I here? All righty. Well, you know how I like to do the, you know, uh, what do you call that thing? Celebrity thing. You know, the who knew on the, uh, on Fridays. And... I want to talk about the Jeffersons. You remember the Jeffersons? With George and Wheezy, we're moving on up. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Well, they actually had a pretty large cast. And I came across an article. And most of the cast is not here anymore. Yeah. So they have very few cast members living and hmm we're going to talk about the ones that are left well needless to say little Jessica actress Ebony Smith is still alive and the reason why I say that is because she was the baby of the group you know, she everybody else was old and older and things like that. So she's still the baby. Well, she was the baby and she uh she actually has had some acting stints. You've seen her around. Her face is just like noticeable. You really would know her if you saw her. Well, I know most of you remember her from Lethal Weapon. Remember she played Danny Glover's daughter, the youngest girl. Same face, same low voice. She also was on Living Single. And I have to go back and look at that because I don't remember her being on Living Single. Well, I'm actually, it's funny enough, I'm actually watching Living Single from the start, from season one. So I'm sure I'm going to run across her. I'll probably, you know, do expedite that. <laughs> I'll probably expedite that. But they say that she was also on The Bold and Beautiful. She was also on Port Charles, those soap operas. But ultimately... She currently practices psychiatry, yes, under her married name of Ebony Michelle Vasquez, yes. 
So little Jessica is married. Isn't that nice? All right. The other cast member, and they listed him as a cast member, which I was really, really um, surprised. But they say he came on as a cast member late, and that's Garrett Morris. Now, we all know Garrett Morris. He's Stan on Martin. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Well, we know Stan is still around out here. If you remember, Garrett Morris also played in Cooley High. Yes, remember as the teacher? Yep, who got them out of trouble, and then the thugs were after, you know, them because they thought that the the uh, the, the kids had ratted on them. Yeah, nope, 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 nope. It was uh, the teacher. He also played in Car Wash, remember? Oh, my, 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 yes. One of the crazies in Car Wash. Remember, he was one of the first not ready for primetime players on Saturday Night Live. Yes, before there was an Eddie Murphy, and they had, like, Gilda Radner and all of those. He was a part of that team. Well, he also played on... A Hill Street Blues, Who's the Boss, but one of the biggest ones that he, we know him from is the Jamie Foxx show. Yes. Well, do you know Garrett Morris is like 85? Yes. Yeah, he is 85 years old, and he has not slowed down at all in the grand scheme of things because if you think about when he first started years and years and years and years and years ago he's been around for a minute yeah he's been around for a minute okay all right let's see who else is still hanging around Ernest Hardin Jr. and I know you know him. He played Marcus. Remember Marcus, the one who used to work at the cleaners? He was like a klutz, and he was kind of a dodo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's still hanging around. They uh, they list his credits. He's played in ER. He's played on Rizzoli and Isles. He was in Hollywood Homicide, and uh, he's still here with us. Who else? Oh, Jay Hammer. Now, you may not know him as Jay Hammer, but you will know him if you were a Jefferson's buff. He played um, Jenny's brother. Remember, they had an interracial uh, couple, Tom and Helen, and Jenny was the black daughter, and they had one white son. Well, he played the white son, and he's had, you know, his little acting. He didn't do a whole lot of acting, but he's still here. He's still here. Damon Evans. Now, this was a really, um, really funny um, thing. Remember, there were two Lionels, the darker one, the corny one. Yeah, the one who, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't on, um, he wasn't on the Jeffersons as much as the other, the original Lionel. And... He didn't do too much acting, but he did it. You know, he did get his uh, acting in. Wow! Guess what? He used to attend Bronx Community College. He also attended Brooklyn College. Yeah, yeah. He graduated actually from Brooklyn College. Now, I had no idea that he was even a New Yorker in any sense. Now, if you are 
going to Bronx Community College, you are a straight New Yorker. Yeah. But um, he's still hanging around. He's still hanging around. Berlinda Tolbert. Jenny. Yes, Jenny, 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 Jenny. Well, Jenny has been in quite a few things over the years. And she even, you know, she took a break from acting, they say, in order to care for her ailing grandma. And they say that last they heard that she was active in local politics out in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. Marla Gibbs. Yes, Florence. Yeah, we would have definitely heard had Florence not, you know, been here anymore. But she's still hanging around. And you know, they will throw Florence up in everything and anything. Yeah. She's played, you know, Miss Minnie on Martin. She played in the Hughleys. I think she played um, his mother. Uh, let's see. She also played in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. She she's played in everything. She's played in everything. You know, to get Marla Gibbs on your set, you know, everybody would know her. It's almost like the way they would pull in, you know, um, uh, what's his name, George and Wheezy. Yeah. So she's still hanging around. All righty. So those are the living cast members of the Jeffersons. All righty. All righty. Hmm. What else are we talking about? Let's see. Well, you know, I always like to do something fun. We have, they have this list. People have written in, and they have this list of secrets that people's families kept from them for years. And most times, you know, everybody else knew this except for them. Except for them. And... uh so they wrote in and they told some of their secrets. Well, the first one, I was born intersex and surgically assigned male. The medical standard at the time was to do surgery and never tell the patient. Even doctors refused to talk about it. They just say, don't worry about it. I was in my 40s and interviewing surgeons for reassignment before I found out. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay, here's another one. And this one is pretty common. I hate to say it, but it is. You've heard this happen many times. My entire family on both sides kept the secret that the woman I knew as my sister... Go ahead, finish it up, was actually my real mama. Yes, I was about 14 when they finally told me. The reason I was finally told was because my family was fighting over telling me the truth. My real mother was threatening to tell me. So my grandparents, who I thought were my adoptive parents, told me one Friday afternoon after I was home from school Mm-mm-mm. I suddenly realized I couldn't trust anyone. Everybody on both sides of my family knew I was the big secret from myself. Mm. Wow. Ooh, here's one. Boy. That my aunt killed herself and her three kids before I was born. She married my dad's lifelong best friend, and they had three kids all I know is my grandparents despised her husband. 
after their deaths and talked nonstop crap about him. The guy moved 18 hours away, and my dad's first wife ended up taking my older siblings and following the guy out of state, mm. revealing that she'd been cheating on my dad with his brother-in-law best friend. I was born five years later and had no idea I had once had three more cousins. I knew my aunt had died young because she was in my dad's childhood pictures, and when I asked who she was, that's what I was told. My mom told me everything I know now on my 16th birthday. Well, I can see why you may not have wanted to share that one. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see. During my childhood, I had an adopted cousin. She was pretty sexual and attracted to me. We started dating after she divorced her first husband. When she became pregnant, we learned that she was she was the out-of-wedlock child of my grandmother's sister. Oh, my gosh. We had the baby, who was fine, married, and were together several more years until we divorced. See, this is why you can't be having all these kind of secrets in your family. This is exactly why you can't have all these secrets in your family, because you don't know who's going to be hooking up. Mm, mm, mm. Let's see. What else are we talking about here? I found out as an adult that my biological father date raped my mother. After that, everything made sense. Why she told me when I was six that she was going to have an abortion, but it was too late. Why she never liked me. Why I only met my biological father when I was 14. And why he hated me. I've thrived despite both of them. Well, amen. Amen. Mmm. Woo! Here's one. That my father killed his stepson for molesting and impregnating my 14-year-old sister. Wow. Yeah, we're talking about... uh family secrets that everybody else knew about this family except for you. Mm. Let's see if they got any other ones in here. I always knew my mom was different. What I didn't know was that my mom was a highly functioning special needs individual as she lacked oxygen to her brain at birth, my grandmother decided to tell me about my mom's situation in my 40s. Wow. Mm. Wow. What else? What else? I'm kind of scrolling, y'all. I'm kind of scrolling. Wow. When I was 18, my mom told me I actually had an older sister and brother from her first marriage and had to give them up for adoption. I still don't know anything more than that. And when I was 44, I learned from my dad that he was mom's third husband and not her second, as I'd always believed. Mm. That my beloved maternal grandmother was actually an abusive, narcissistic monster to her children. There's even a famous story about her making up excuses not to come to the hospital when I was born, complete with a fake car accident and street fair, <laughs> just to spite my mom. Why she forgave her, I have no idea, and I sometimes resent that I was allowed to bond with Love and mourn her for the nine years of my life that I knew her. Mm. Okay. What else? My mom was a single mother of my oldest sister and I in the 60s. She had another child out of wedlock and gave her up for adoption when I was three. I found out when I did a DNA test looking for my father, 50. Seven years later. 
I got a phone call one day when I was 13 from a lady that said, your father, XXX, would like to speak to you. My who? I had a dad. One that raised me from when I was one years old. As soon as I learned the truth, my stepfamily was relieved. They didn't have to include me anymore. Whoa. I learned at a young age that the people who are supposed to love you the most will quit you. I'm 45 now and barely recovering oh, from the abandonment issues. Oh, wow. That's crummy. Wow. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Wow. Not to me, but dad to my mom. They divorced when I was 10 years old. When they got married, my mom was 23, my dad 31. They had married with shared assets. I don't know the exact term. But when my mom asked for the divorce, thinking she would get half of what we had, she found out they were under a separate assets marriage and was left with nothing, not even the house. My dad's brother was a lawyer, and he helped him change the type of marriage behind my mom's back soon after they had married. Me and my brother and my mom had to move out after he told her the house was for his kids, meaning we could live with him. But since she was the one that wanted the divorce, she had to leave. She obviously took us with her, but she was never able to own a house on her own because she went through hard financial situations. Wow. Mm. Wow. For the longest time, I thought I had two siblings, one full, one half. My biological father had had children with two different women, my mom, one of them, which is nothing too out of the ordinary. When I was in middle school, I got into an argument. My dad broke down, and that's when the truth slipped out. I have an older half-sibling who he'd had with an entirely different woman in in between my half-sibling and I that I never knew existed. My brother doesn't know the truth about his biological past, about me or my other siblings. His His stepfather raised him as his own, and he doesn't know that my father, his biological one, exists. We have no connection other than blood, and in the end, we're not family now, but sometimes I still think about him. I hope he's doing well. Wow. You know, unfortunately, again, you know, you have this issue with secrets in the family, and, you know, it's... Amazing how, you know, these secrets have sometimes come out late and just tear up the whole family. You know, like this person who's saying, you know, they're in their 40s and they're still dealing with abandonment issues. So, you know, I'm, you know, you you just got to tell the truth. Sometimes, you know, certain things are worth holding, and certain times other things you're going to have to share because is it really worth it? Is it really worth it holding this stuff? You know, especially the people that are really close, it's like parents, you know, when they don't tell you things. And then later on the stuff comes out and people are all twisted, you know. It ends up hurting people a lot more than the fact that you've kept the secret to keep from hurting the person. That's the part that always kills me. How that always ends up happening anyhow. <laughs> oh, boy. is amazing. is amazing. All right. What are we talking about today? Hmm. Let me see. I don't have anything exciting to talk about, but I do have a couple of uh, decent stories here. You know, we still haven't learned about these pit bulls. 
They are not family friendly. I don't care if they have not killed anyone in the family, attacked anyone in the family. They're not family friendly dogs. Well, out in Utah, this 63-year-old woman ended up having to desperately call 911 and how that even happened, how she was even able to call is by the grace and mercy of God because the whole pack of dogs, the pack of pit bull dogs attacked her. Now, they don't say what stimulated the attack. All they're saying is when she called, she told them that she was being attacked and bitten by several dogs that belonged to her 38-year-old son who lived with her. So this wasn't a stranger. You know, these, this wasn't a stranger to the dogs. So who knows what ultimately happened. And... Her son owned two adult pit bulls along with their five pit bull puppies. Now, can you imagine being up in your 60s, maybe not moving around too quickly and things like this, and you've got a pack of dogs such as pit bulls attacking you? They say when the first responders got there, they were aggressively greeted, needless to say, because if they attacked her, you know, now they got all that blood, all that blood in their mouth. And they had to pepper spray the dogs, and the paramedics rushed to get the lady. Well... She had extensive injuries to her hands, face, and legs. And as a matter of fact, one of her legs had to be amputated because of the attack. Well, they managed to subdue most of the dogs, but they say the mother dog got away. She broke away, and they ended up killing her. Yeah, they shot her. So now, you know, she's gone. The mother dog. And they um they had the thirty eight year old son turn the puppies over to animal services. So mm, what are you gonna do with those little five pit bull puppies? That's like really weird it's really weird oh too bad too bad what else are we talking about today hmm all right oh these kids these kids you got these two texas teens okay at the time they were 14 and 16 And this happened, I believe, last year. Yeah. So they're just coming up to the the trial now. So they were arrested, finally, over the death of a 25-year-old woman because back in October of last year, they thought that they were responding to a gang who had shot up one of their houses and they retaliated by doing a drive-by and shooting up her place. And she was only 25 years old. They fired more than 100 rounds into her home because they thought it was a rival gang member who had shot at them. So now 
they've just been arrested. They have been kind of trying to find these two. And they said that during the drive-by, he was, this is why I understand why this was so, uh, they were so hard to find, that he was filming this for social media. And then he filmed another live as he was talking and bragging about what he did. Yeah, they say he was live streaming on Facebook, taunting the officers that they were not going to be able to find him. Well, thank God they did. Thank God they did. And they said even when they had him in custody, he was still cutting up. So, you know, the the thing about it is, you know, it's one thing for you to, to, to commit this act because you thought that it was, you know, some gang members that had shot at you. But it's another thing for you to now brag about what you did and then even when the cops arrest you, you're still acting up and laughing and bragging and, and doing all of this kind of stuff. And I'm sorry, I, I, I'm not listening to, you know, that's, that's fear and that's fake and, you know, they really don't feel like that. Nah, 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 nah. I'm sorry. That's not going to work. That's not going to work here. You know what? You need to get every bit of time that you've got coming to you for this nasty, heinous behavior. You didn't even, there's no remorse. So when you go before the judge, oh, the judge, they they paying attention to that. They are clearly paying attention to that. Just a couple more stories before I get my gentlemen on. Mm, what are we talking about? There's a recap of a story we did um, about a week or so ago about the substitute teacher who was accused of acting inappropriately and speaking inappropriately to the kids, and she got two. She tried to get two of the kids to kiss. Remember her? Yeah. Well. I got to tell you, they finally posted her picture. She's 29-year-old Rashida Rose, and first of all, she's on our side of the fence, which I am very surprised. I thought this was somebody on the other side of the fence because they do all that kind of crazy stuff. Um, And they have officially arrested her. Because they hadn't arrested her then. Remember, they they were doing this stupid toggling back and forth as to who was responsible. Remember, they said, well, the agency hired her, so therefore they could not do anything. The school could not do anything or would not do anything directly. They were going to wait until the agency addressed it since they are the ones that hired her. I remember that specifically because that was just such a cop-out. Um, well, they, they have arrested her. They have charged her with two counts of child abuse. And I don't know if you think that's appropriate. And I'm trying to see what kind of time she's facing. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Hmm. Yeah, they don't say how much time she could possibly get, but they say she was removed from her teaching duties and placed on leave after the initial allegations, which we know. And finally, this is how they have addressed the issue. So, you know, she may not serve a whole lot of time because, you know, it wasn't like she got them to have intercourse or anything. So they're probably going to downplay this thing here but yeah this was a big thing because the the parents hadn't been told until like days later 
So, mm. all righty. Well, two of my men are still missing, MIA. And uh, I don't know if they're on their way on or not. But maybe what I'll do is I'll switch it around a little bit and give them an opportunity to get on. Well, yeah, let's do it this way. Let's do this. Well, you know, a lot of you may not know because you listen only to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. But It's Due Time with Pastor Steph has many legs. And you may have, you know, you may know about the, what do you call it, the um, the prayer. We have the Word Prayer Project that goes on on Sunday nights. And we've been on a hiatus because we've had, well, there were a couple of reasons. Well, one was the summertime and, you know, people are traveling and things like that. Number two, we were kind of swamped with some stuff, so we weren't able to do the prayer. But we're back up and in the swing of things. And we have a young lady who makes it happen. She makes it happen for us. And we have, I see what you're doing with Pastor Steph. And it's due time with Pastor Steph, which we do alive. And, you know, we also go out to different events. And we cover the events by interviewing the participants and the uh, honorees if they're like awards and things like that. We've done the CIDA Awards for a couple of cycles and you know, there's one main young lady, and I like to keep saying young lady, who if it weren't for her, we really would not be able to hold it down. Yes, yeah, she is responsible for our stream yard, which gives us our Facebook Live. It gives us our YouTube Live. She does a lot of our mechanical work. She's extremely instrumental in just the actual um, existence of, you know, the ministry that we have, the church ministry we have, as well as, like I said, a lot of it's due time with Pastor Steph's um, video stuff and things like that, and, you know, She's a very special young woman, and, you know, I've had the pleasure of, you know, we started off as workmates. Yeah, she was brought to me quite a few years ago when I was doing the Tiffany Gospel Awards, and we had the need of a stage manager, and, you know, very modest very gifted, very talented, but you wouldn't even know that she really was functioning and operating, but extremely vital and really the pulse of this operation, if you will. So it's her birthday, and we want to, you know, give a shout-out to our girl Anika for her birthday. So since I'm waiting for my men to come on, I'll kind of push that back a little bit um, because I can't give any more stories and then keep recapping. So my men have just joined us, but I've already started this, so we'll uh, we'll jump right into this. We got our girl Vivian on, so let's take some time to give Anika a shout-out for her birthday. Good morning, Viv. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Pastor Steph? I am well. Thank you. I'm well. Would you like to uh, give a little shout-out? Yes. Happy birthday, Deacon Anika. We love you. We are so grateful to have you a part of our church, a part of everything that's going on with all of us. Like, she has her hands in everything. We love you so much. I hope that you have 
a very happy birthday. I hope you took the day off. I hope you ain't in nobody's job today. I hope you're chilling at home and relaxing and have a good day today. Thank you again for everything that you do, Deacon. Happy birthday. All right, all right, all right. Thank you so much, Vivian. All right, have a nice day. Have a nice day. Thank you, you too. Thank you. Well, Anika, feel free to call in. Let's see, we got another birthday salute. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? How is everybody? I am well, thanks. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Happy birthday, Anika. Um, I just thank God for her because she was the first introduction to who I did not know God was, her gentleness, her willingness to give to people that she hardly even knew, um, just was really a great introduction. It really made me want to find out who this God, who this Jesus was. So I just say that for her life because without her, her just filling in that role, I wouldn't know God who he, for who he is today, uh, who he, I know him to be today. Amen. Wow. What a nice thing to uh to even have as an experience. See, you we can always be extremely beneficial as people of God. Thank you so much, Teresa. And we uh pray yes, you have yes, a blessed yes. day. Thank you. You as well. Love you, Anika. Right. Have a good day. All right, all right. Let's see. Oh, we got our dedicated listener who's always on. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. You? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Hanging in there. Thank you. Good, good. What you got? I just want to wish Nika a happy, happy birthday. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for having your hands in everything. Thank you for looking out for the church. Thank you for being who you are, Nika. I love you so much and have a wonderful day. All righty, all righty. Okie dokie. Thank you so much, and we pray you have a blessed day. All righty. All right. Let's say good morning. Good morning. How are you? Happy birthday, Miss Anika. From Mariah, I love you. <laughs> Thank you, Mariah. Happy birthday to. Let's say a loud happy birthday to Anika. Thanking God for allowing us to get to know each other from years ago on a whole different type of foundation than being able to be sisters in Christ. Thank you for all that you do for my mother. Thank you for all that you do for the ministry. Thank you for always being here for me personally and any endeavors I've ever wanted to chase and go after. You've been right there to assist and help me and guide me. I pray that you were able to stay home today, get some extra rest today, just enjoy today, just thanking you for being there for your parents for your family, and praying that you have a wonderful, blessed day. Love you. Happy birthday. Ah, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Who else is on? Well, we're having a problem here. If we get disconnected, this is something really weird going on here. If we get disconnected, please don't hang up. I'm hoping that we can get back on for some reason. We're winding down here. Oh, no. All right, let's just give the due time crew a quick minute to be able to say happy birthday. Good morning. Good morning. It was amazing to be on a Friday. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) What you got for us? Just wanted to tell Anika a wonderful birthday, wishing you many, many more. Um, she's just she she's just an amazing individual in that 
you know, she she seems to be demure, but she's a powerhouse. You know, she's good for being able, not just to be able to help, but to 